cheap store brand stuff. They fill it up, and once their hands are full of foam, every then this like square inch is covered. Is, yes, because the, the gel kind it like kind of like slips. Yeah, <laughs> slips through your fingers, and it doesn't. Have you ever tried to put it in a two-year-old's hands? It's just like bloop, bloop, out of there, <laughs> like a water balloon. Are you looking for real life, tried and true tips and tricks to help with all the nitty gritty stuff of mom life? Well, this podcast is for you. Welcome to the Mom Force. All right, guys, we are in the thick of summer. Actually, I think summer's already almost halfway over. Shelly, can you believe it? I cannot believe it. I'm depressed, actually. And you know what I miss most about living here in Utah? What? I miss our pool. When we were in Florida, we had a pool like everyone should in Florida because it's freaking hot all year round. Mm -hmm. But we use that pool every single day almost. We did too when we lived We would have you over all the time with your kids too. But what I one of the things I miss most about it is how in the summertime that fully counted as a bath. One hundred percent. We were it was indoctrinated <laughs> in us. Hop in the pool right before bedtime. That's yeah, that's the way we grew up, right? Yes. Another thing that I remember from our childhood is I remember sitting in class in elementary school and feeling the fuzzy teeth. The sweaters. <laughs> the sweaters. That's right. <laughs> my teeth my teeth are wearing sweaters. And pulling up a t shirt to just rub that little fuzz off because it was disgusting. Um, but I know mom of course she told us to brush she, her teeth. 100%. She 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 trusted us to get up to the bathroom and brush her teeth, but no, nine out of ten times we now, ran down without brushing. Now that we're mothers, we know that just because you say to do something does not mean that they're actually doing it. You cannot it. trust the children. So what we want to talk about today on the podcast is kids' hygiene. Okay, so let's dig right in. Erica is going to set the timer. Let's get let's to go. it. All right, let's start with teeth since I admitted my embarrassing story. Mom tells a story about somebody when we were growing up, a mom mm-hmm. who brushed her own her, her children's teeth for them. Every night? I think I think it was an every night thing, but I remember mom like saying that, like, can you believe she well, here's the thing. Mom has twelve kids. She cannot she doesn't have enough time in the day to brush everybody's teeth. This woman probably had two. Yeah, she had three. She had three kids. Three kids, there you go. So it's doable. Doable. But I remember as I started having my own kids thinking, I'm not gonna be one of those freak moms brushing my kids' mm-hmm. teeth mm-hmm. for them. But um it didn't take long before you realize like, no, they're yeah, this These, is act- they're going to rot out of this their This is head. actually easier to brush their teeth for them. <laughs> Do yes. you brush your kids' teeth? No. I mean, my my oldest, I did. And now that she's old enough to do it herself, I feel like this is probably what we all do is that with our first and second kids, it's like, yes, you have time, you have the bandwidth, you have a moment before bed to help them brush their teeth or actually brush them for them. Mm-hmm. But now they're older and my youngest ones have the example of the older kids that like, okay, everyone's brushing teeth, let's go. That is such a great idea, family brushing. In fact, Stacy from the Mom Force Facebook group, this is what she says. Brush your teeth as a family. Set a timer. Get electronic toothbrushes with timers. Do it together. So smart. I think with cleaning, moms that used to say a kid's job is better than no job. I think maybe with teeth, you do need to get in maybe and help every once in a while at least. Weekly maybe? Ashley on our Mom Force Facebook group, this is what she says. Her husband's a dentist and she says that he's seen a lot of cavities in kids because their parents don't brush for them. <laughs> they don't brush well enough on their own. We brush and then we let our three-year-old do it himself. We've had really good uh, success though like at the dentist. Like My kids go to the dentist and they very rarely have cavities. I mean, I attribute a lot of that to sealants because I think that's like standard dental practice mm-hmm. now is to put sealants on your teeth. So that that must be nice because them. my kids' teeth are rotting oh, out of their mouths. We've, well, had, you know, we've had little root canals. We've had, we've had teeth pulled. 
I think genetics plays a part. Because and I have rotten teeth. And I've heard you've got pretty good teeth. This is what you were just telling me. I mean, I had great teeth until I had babies because I think pregnancy sucks all the minerals and all the goodness out of our bodies. <laughs> but no, I didn't have a single cavity until I was pregnant. So definitely genetics is a factor. But And I don't even know what the standard, you know, American Dental Association standard is for how long you should brush your teeth. I think it's like two minutes or so. Yeah. But I think it's a good idea to teach your kids how to do it. But I don't have the stamina, the dedication, the bandwidth to brush seven kids' Especially teeth. at night. you It's like it game over. Right. <laughs> Get in bed. I don't care. Straight much, to bed. Much less flossing. Mm-hmm. I don't I, – I will admit I never flossed my kids' teeth ever. And then until they started inventing those flossing sticks that look like dinosaurs. Uh (laughs) So I bought some of those and threw them in the cupboard, but it was too late. They didn't, they were like, what? Okay. So same thing here. Actually, the last visit we had, my kids were like, what is floss? (laughs) And I'm like, okay, this is very embarrassing, Mm. but we actually do mouthwash. And I I like to think that that's helpful if we're not flossing to actually put a little mouthwash in. And I just let the kids go go to town. Like, yeah. just you do your thing. It's fun for them. They spit it all over the place. They clean it up. It's good to go. It's antibacterial. Yeah. Antibacterial. I'm sure it helps. I mean, obviously, flossing is probably best. But if yes. you're, you know, busy moms, you have to always structure good, better, best. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you're mouthwash people, yeah, then you're mouthwash good. people. <laughs> more one of those okay i have a quick question for you though what? do you share your toothbrush with your children i want all you listeners in, out there to ask yourself this question i will i would if i'm in a pinch if we're traveling and they forget to bring their toothbrush mm-hmm. i have no problem but as like a standard i'd like to have my own toothbrush i have a fancy toothbrush too yeah. so i don't want them well, messing with it okay so i have the fancy toothbrush and that's why once a day i get asked by one child or another if they can brush their teeth with my toothbrush <laughs> and i don't know if this is just how i am or who i am but I let my kids use my toothbrush all the time. And if I definitely wouldn't like go digging around the kids' drawer for their toothbrush. But if I had to, like you said, yeah. in a pinch. But I know people who are very like, get your paws off my toothbrush. <laughs> and I feel embarrassed that I am so liberal. But No, because every now and then Nate will look at me weird if I try to use his yeah. toothbrush. I'm like, don't uh, you. If I all a lot more than just sharing <laughs> toothbrushes Seriously. here. What the heck? Um, okay. Okay. So, but also real quick question on your way to school let's just say your kids have fuzzy teeth what what are you going to do well i will find a cloth or have them use the like their sleeve or something to get the fuzz off of it okay well is this a good time for you to tell us about your magic eraser trick <laughs> do you remember that <laughs> was it on the way to school when you no oh my you gosh, must no, have been no, no, home no this was this was a little more extreme okay my kids have good teeth. They never have yes. cavities, but they do have staining. Build I don't up. know why. It's mm-hmm. it's not even like it's, you can't like brush it off with a toothbrush. Like it's stained on there. Mm-hmm. And we go to the dentist every six months, but in between there, things get things a little hairy, get a little fuzzy. Yeah. <laughs> so I I did discover that a magic eraser works wonders for Definitely taking stains. Not American off. Dental approved, <laughs> but you know it's natural. However, yeah. Magic erasers—they're basically just baking soda. Yeah. Okay. That's what's go. in my favorite toothpaste. So uh, to me, it feels like a natural solution to a problem. It's better. I was taking like my metal nail file and trying to file it, it off, off of his teeth. And I'm like, that's probably not good either. So do you use the whole piece or do you just use a little corner? You rip off a piece. How did you do that? Because I'm sure that there's people out here that are interested in getting brown stains off their children or their know. own teeth. I mean, hopefully your kids don't have brown stain stains on their teeth. But if they do, just get a fresh, clean magic eraser. Mm-hmm. Keep it in the bathroom. I just moisten it, rub, and it just, it literally works. Zip, like zip. Wonders. 
Okay, good toothbrush toothbrushing stuff here. The trick is consistency with yes. your kids. And so we we created a printable that we are attaching to the show notes. It's a teeth brushing chart. Kids love charts. They love checking things off. And so if you're having a hard time getting your kids to be consistent with their toothbrushing, maybe a little sticker chart will be motivating. Mm-hmm. So check the show notes for that. You can either hang it up and put stickers on it, or you could even put it behind glass, like frame it, and then use a dry erase Smart. marker on the, on the glass. I like it. Okay. Talking about liberal ideas about toothbrushing, mm-hmm. <laughs> hand washing was not a thing that I really remember from my childhood. Washing your hands, I know. Never, I, don't I never remember washing my hands before dinner as a practice. Mother was a very clean person. She had a clean home. She kept us looking presentable. I am sure she trusted us to go in and wash our hands, but. I don't have a memory of it. Not a solid one, at least. We played outside a lot. So mm-hmm. maybe if we walked in with like muddy, yucky hands, I mean, I'm sure we washed those. But as a practice to like remove germs before mm-hmm. putting them in your no mouth, that, that really wasn't a thing. And as a mom today, I feel like that boost, I, I feel like that practice boosted my immune system. I'm sure. I wasn't a sickly child. None, none of us None were. of us were. No. So I know a lot of you guys out there listening right now might be gagging. <laughs> grossed out and I am not promoting the practice of not washing hands. I I try to remember to encourage my kids to wash their hands now. Yes. No, we are wa- we are a hand washing family. Did you marry a hand washer though? No. I I became a crazy germaphobe before I got married. Oh. I don't know what it was, but I just started washing my hands every time before I even ate anything. It was this ah, thing. Okay. And so going into my life and my home, I ended up bringing in the hand washing. Okay. A very normal standard. It practice. is a very normal. Okay, yes. it's not like we're like bringing in this like outrageous practice. This is a very normal standard practice of washing your hands. Well, and my in-laws are big hand washers. My mother-in-law mm-hmm. always reminds kids to wash hands. But another thing that she does is she likes the kids to wash their hands after they eat. I'm the same way because even get, if it's not with soap, rinse your face and rinse your hands. Yeah. I have nice furniture and nice things in my house and white walls. Exactly. Amen. All right. I she wish just raised her hands. She praised the Lord with her hands. <laughs> I wish Amen. I had been better about that when my kids were younger. Now we have, I try to keep soap in all the bathrooms. Mm-hmm. And oh, and you know what the best kind of soap is for kids washing their hands? What? Foamy soap. My kids love that. I feel like it really, it kind of does the work for them. And it's fun for them. Like my kids, they pump, pump, pump. And you can get cheap stuff. You don't have to get the expensive stuff. Cheap store brand stuff. They fill it up, and once their hands are full of foam, every then this like square inch has been covered. Is, yes, because the, the gel kind, it like kind of like slips, yeah, <laughs> slips through your fingers. And it doesn't. Have you ever tried to put it in a two-year-old's hands? It just like <laughs> out of there like a water balloon. Okay, this episode is turning to a lot of really disgusting confessionals, but <laughs> let's move on to bathing. Mm-hmm. I will admit, everyone takes a bath. And I was a very good bather. I mean, I bathed my kids a lot. That was yeah. like, mo- it was like a ritual. It was a nighttime routine. Yeah, it helped yeah. transition to bedtime. And uh-huh. so it was just this lovely part of our evening. And I bathed my kids together. Mm-hmm. Until they were. Until Calvin was eight. Yeah, and I had four kids. Right. Yeah. Basically, I couldn't fit the four Anymore. in the so tub. So you put the eight-year-old in the shower. So I started showering him. And that was a whole other thing, transitioning from the so bath to the shower. So much water all over the place. Oh, my gosh. And, like, I think they just – he would just stand there. And, mm-hmm. and like, he was – I don't want to get in there and do the yeah. scrubbing for him. Oh, I get fully drenched every time my little kids are in the shower. <laughs> do you ever shower with your kids? The everything – talk about slippery. 
Yeah. I My babies turn into little slippery things when I'm in there. I like to hand the baby to my husband, and I kind of like wash, wash, wash. But, no, I don't really get in the shower with the kids. But maybe when they were, maybe when they were tiny, when they're like, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Okay, so thinking about your ritual of bathing your baby, saying it was a routine at night, mm-hmm. did your did your littlest ones like did Declan and Isabel get that kind of treatment? Because I here I am with five kids, and my baby's baths are like emergency based and very very quick, trying to get them in and out situation. Yeah. You know what? That it's true. I don't think I don't have as many memories of bath time with the little with the younger kids. Yeah. I think because at nighttime it's like I've got big girls that are trying to get to bed at all these different ages that. My tiniest one gets baths on like at need needed basis and for speed. Like mm-hmm. get the baby in, wash him up real quick, hand him to the girls, let them put the diaper on. You know, it's like it's a different yeah. thing. Yeah, I think maybe I have more memories of putting Isabel in the other sink while I was fixing dinner. <laughs> yeah, her truly. Call that her bath. Yeah. <laughs> Um, it's funny how that happens. I know. So when you do transition kids from bath to shower, showering alone specifically. Mm-hmm. How do you make that a success Other aside from standing there? In- okay. So one of the things that I decided when I was putting my big girls in the shower alone doing their own showering is I needed to do tear-free shampoo still oh, because yeah. they are figuring out how to do it. I mean, yeah. conditioner is not going to burn. It might like make your eyes cloudy for mm-hmm. like five minutes, but <laughs> shampoo will burn the crap out of their eyes. And I didn't want them to get scared yep. of like fully lathering and fully rinsing. And so I put a tearless shampoo in the kid's shower with them at first that's smart. in the transition yeah. and then now my girls are old enough and my boys I still like reach into the shower and wash them up mm-hmm. really quickly with a mysterious <laughs> hand through the through the curtain making sure every everything gets taken care of but I, I started putting those loofah like Ooh. balls you know those little like yeah, mesh the things little, like wound up things and then I told them squirt that the mm-hmm. body wash in that and then get it all sudsy because I just worried that not everything was, was getting it because when they're in a yeah. bath they're soaking in there yeah. so it feels like all the cracks and crevices are getting mm-hmm. clean so I just make them use that you loofah thing and I also I bought this little hedgehog nail brush Ooh. that I keep in there because nails nails are disgusting uh, that was actually one thing I was going to ask you about is when do you trans I am currently in charge of 120 nails I am still in charge of 120 <laughs> nails when do you Hand over the clippers and expect your children to take care of it. Oh, my goodness. When did I do that? You know what? I am kind of an aggressive nail clipper, Mm -hmm. I will admit. I think I might have overclipped a few nails, and they just kept – they decided they were going to take it on themselves. And we also have, like, string players and piano players, and so they had to have Mm -hmm. their nails regularly clipped. I think I don't know. They just, like, started doing it. But I I do remember specifically having to teach them to only clip them over – the garbage can because there's nothing yeah. grosser than finding, finding nail clippings everywhere yeah oh but it's important to keep them short because they'll get dirty i i'm because i'm in charge of all these kids nails still i will let them get a little too long and we'll be driving to school and i will look over and think i do not want your teachers to see those dirty little fingernails and so i'll find anything i can in my car i finally started putting this one little thing that i used at home to get dirt out of underneath their nails once I put it in my middle console so in emergencies on our way to school I will hand it over to my girls or I will grab it and get it out of my little boy's fingernails because there's nothing grosser than dirty fingernails that that is so true and I love that idea of keeping that in your car another great thing to keep in your car those little like I've seen Leah carries these around those little wispy I do that you do that too. yes and even if you use it and it's gone leave one in there that doesn't have any of that like already put in 
toothpaste because mm-hmm. a scrubber is a scrubber when it comes it's to better than a t-shirt better than a t-shirt <laughs> Just let them go at it i also keep for me personally i keep those little flossing sticks because mm-hmm. well, this is a, one of the reasons why i wasn't like i didn't think flossing was that big of a deal when my kids were little because all my kids teeth are like really spread out mm-hmm. they're not like close together things don't Mine get stuck too. in there yeah now that i'm older holy i mean vanessa it's been like 10 years when i first started <laughs> telling you that you had stuff in your teeth you would get so mad at me <sighs> But now, and now it's, like it's a just daily. Like, thank you, Aww. thank you. And so now, we, now we know like quiet signals of like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, okay, mm-hmm. I got you it. You know. Um, okay, what about okay? There's like a whole another slew of stuff that we could talk about with teenagers specifically, and I kind of think that is like another episode in itself. But something that might straddle, you know, the preteen to mm-hmm. teen child thing is shaving. Well, and- it definitely straddles that because I started shaving when I was in third grade, well, and you epilated <laughs> you epilated me. I did. You took an epilady <laughs> to my legs. Well, okay. Out of all of the sisters, Shelly, you were the hairiest. I was. You my boyfriend broke up with me in third grade because I had a mustache. Chris oh, Evanson, rude. if you're out there and you hear me, you broke my heart. <laughs> well, according to our mom force, the typical age for starting to shave is like seventh grade, 12 or 13. Mm-hmm. But in our family, we did – because you guys, there was such that age gap. I'm yeah. – what? 10 years, 12 years older than than me. So by the time I started learning the importance of shaving and plucking your eyebrows, and I'm looking at you guys like, oh my, you disgusting (laughs) work needs to be done. She (laughs) waxed my eyebrows. She epilated my legs. This is all in one sitting in mom and dad's bathroom. The timer is always too soon. Okay, finish telling that story though, because I. You took me into mom and dad's bathroom, epilated my legs. I believe Kara was in there with me. So that would make Kara in first grade. Oh my. This is torture. And then you waxed my eyebrows. I did? Yes, you did. And I was grateful for that because I was a very hairy person. Oh, you did have that unibrow. I and mean, it was adorable. But... And the very dark. I have a different skin tone than everyone else. And along with the skin tone comes dark hair. So thank you for doing that. I became obsessed and I plucked my eyebrows to smithereens, one hair thick, when I was in when I was a teenager. So Aww. that was where it all started. Um, but I also remember this age gap. You got a bag of neon-colored disposable razors when I was in first grade and I took them in your closet and filled every single one of them with my little dark hairs <laughs> and you found me in my, in your closet ripped me out sent me on my way and I didn't I was scared of shaving after that so I think that the next like hair removal was the epiladies yeah. when you like brought me yeah, in. I was into that epilady you know why because I tried shaving on my own when I was mm-hmm. you know younger than I probably should and I cut the crud out of my ankle so bad a that to mess. this day, it still hurts me on a cold oh day. Oh gosh, I remember you telling me that. It does. Yeah. A nerve damage. But anyway, just we brought up shaving because it might be something that your younger kids might want to think about. My girls are you might 11 and 9 and kids. I've let them try just because I don't want them to be sneaky about it. Yeah, They I don't mean, do don't, it every day. It's fun for them every once in a while. but It probably is not necessary before they're 12. No. But I think once they are self-conscious and aware, mm-hmm. if they happen to be, you know, have darker hair. Something to think about. Okay. All right, guys. A lot of um, nasty confessionals on this episode. <laughs> but the truth is we are all doing our best. And if you see earwax spilling out of my child's ear, please don't judge. <laughs> Just <laughs> no. know that it's on the docket. <laughs> yes. I'm going to get to that. I promise. We didn't even talk about ears. I know because it's it's touchy. You know, they say not to put anything bigger than your elbow in your ear. If you heard that? <laughs> no, your elbow doesn't fit in your ear. Exactly. You're not okay. supposed to put things in your ears. Okay. All right, guys. We got to go. We'll see you next week. Thanks for having okay. me, B. Bye. Bye.